So welcome to Friends by Film. I'm Daniel. I'm Tyler. Tyler, we met uh, Friends by Film, meaning that you meet friends while watching film, creating film, or being a part of the film community. Uh, yeah, man, absolutely, man. I can't remember what year it was, but uh, yeah, just to kind of give a little uh, backstory, me and you met maybe turn, yeah, turn of the 2010s. Uh, I would say it was 2012. 2012 okay 2011-ish it was a lighting yeah, class Wichita, kansas it was a lighting class yeah city arts in wichita kansas um yeah our, our, our passion and our love for film our desire to be a part of that process uh culminated in us being in a class together and yeah ever since then we've just been maintained correspondence and yep so yeah so yeah but today we're talking about mandalorian which is yes. in the season two it's on disney plus as everybody knows what say so what are your thoughts on i guess the general where we're at in season two not going into episode five yet we're going to talk about the jedi in a minute we're how is it compared to season one for you tyler okay so um i i first and foremost want to say i'm i'm, I'm really digging uh mandalorian uh from from the very beginning up until now um uh, Honestly, uh, I feel like this season in particular is definitely a lot more fast-paced. Um, you know, we've already had the, our characters established, you know, the world pretty much established. And right now, um, I think in terms of whether I like this season better than the first one, obviously we, we're, we're halfway through. It's a little bit hard to tell. But uh, I, I really think that the, the last two episodes, um, are, you know, the Jedi – um, and then the also, siege. Uh, this, this, well, maybe not the siege, but the Har Harris, you know, the introduction of these, the, the, of the, uh, the characters that, you know, I personally am not as familiar with, but uh, people who've watched Clone Wars, Rebels, those are really strong episodes, you know, the Harris introduction of Bo-Katan, um, uh, you know, Jedi, um, and, and Carl Weathers episode, the siege is pretty good. Um, but yeah, I think it's a really strong season. I'm really digging it. Um, what are your thoughts, man? I love uh, that they brought in Timothy Oliphant and the oh, gunslinger, yeah. or the, cop, or the yeah. uh, the what is it, the the marshal? Marshal, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I love that episode, dude. I have seen that episode three times. I, I that's the that's the only episode I've watched multiple times. I do plan on rewatching the Jedi just before uh, you know the next episode premieres, just to make sure I'm just kind of uh, catching on to some things. Uh, but yeah, no, I think Timothy Oliphant is an excellent actor. Excellent choice. Welcome to Star Wars, Timothy. <laughs> I mean, yeah. He, I, I honestly, man, he nailed it out of the park. He's got like a menace to him, but charisma, you know? Like, yeah. I don't know how to explain it. If you remember The Girl Next Door, remember that movie from 2006? Yes. 2005? Yes. Gosh, man, he played that that uh, porn producer. Really, like, <laughs> man, he was bad. He but, can play, yeah. He can play a villain, and he can also play the good guy. Uh, he's kind of like the anti-hero, you know. And mm -hmm. he does westerns really well, which I feel like Mandalorian is definitely influenced by the western and the samurai mm -hmm. uh, films. So, I think season two for me is a little stronger. Season one, I'm not quite sure. It it was fun. But I feel like the first couple episodes were just kind of side missions, getting us into the character 
and the characters. And then it kind of, they ended season one so strong with uh, Moth Gideon and uh, Taika Waititi's droid character. I forgot the name. Oh, IG-11, man. IG-11. Yeah, Yeah. just a great uh, non-human sentient being. Yeah. Yeah. But I will say, what, what were your thoughts initially when they introduced the child? So the child, uh, and for those of, and, and we're going to kind of go into spoiler territory at Definitely. this point in time. So, um, you know, the child, uh, well, Grogu, formerly known as the child or Baby Yoda, um, in terms of the introduction, in turn, in like at yeah, the- like what what was your first? Like, did you feel like oh, this is going to be awesome, or how did you feel when you first saw that la- that that last shot of the first episode of season one? Oh my gosh, dude! I was just like, I was like, what? seriously like okay this is interesting like i i was not expecting that at all man like the people at lucasfilm you know all those people like i i honestly i had no i no idea i was just expecting you have this you know roguish you know character mandalorian Mm -hmm. you're gonna you know just a lot of balls of the wall action but to introduce something like the character of the child, like an infant, I was like, oh, okay. Oh, wow. This is just adds like a different like feel to like what my expectations will be. Cause like, if I re- recall the promotional material didn't include anything. Not like at that. all. So, Not at all. Dude, I was just like, I was like, like what? It's like, uh, uh, it's like, you know, what, you know, like, yeah, it was just like watching the movie split, you know, like for instance, I don't know if you've seen that film, but uh, there's an instance yeah. at the very end where something is brought to light, a character is introduced, and you're like, oh my gosh. So, it ties yeah, back into Unbreakable. Down, dude. It yeah. ties back into Unbreakable. Uh, yes. Yeah. And then and then they made this, the third one. Glass, I, exactly. Yeah, glass. But man, um, I was just like, my gosh, like, I was pleasantly surprised. I felt the same. I mean, coming off, like, I think it was, like, I saw the disappointment of Last Jedi for me. And it just oh, kind man. of, yeah, I was, was kind of having Star Wars fatigue. Hmm. And so when I was watching Mandalorian, I was like, oh, this is just okay. And then I saw the end. I was like, okay, this has potential. I'll yeah, keep watching. Absolutely. Because it just, I, it just I, throws like this, like, like green, cuddly, fragile wrench into the mix of this world. This, uh, that you have a character like the Mandalorian who is introduced as this, you know, very kind of cold, you know, like men- kind of menacing figure who, who's just there to hunt and, and just to bring in bounties. And so when you throw in that, you know, fragile, green, cute wrench, you're just like, oh my God, like, what are we in for? And so, yeah, no, I was super excited. It definitely, I like the word you use is fatigue, you know, coming off of, you know, The Last Jedi. And, and at that point in time, we were just waiting a month up until The Rise mm-hmm. of Skywalker um and we I, we can get into that another point but yeah uh, uh but yeah no i was i was i was thoroughly i was thoroughly pleased pleasantly surprised and i'm glad to hear that it, it revitalized that it revitalized you like, out of that peak. yeah what i also like about the show is it's it's very like small scale yeah um uh, it's very you know it's it little details matter the whole like tr- the whole the phrase of uh less is more is really mandalorian yeah. what what it's all about and just and, right uh, out the gate, man, like, just like, I, I honestly think the score for The Mandalorian, the theme is so iconic, man. It's just like, 
you know, years from now, you know, I mean, I, I even hum it to this day. Like I, I get so excited when I hear the score, you know, the, the, you know, all that Little, stuff. Duh, dun, dun. Yeah, exactly. Dun, dun. I was trying to find that's that. That's like the closest like... thing to law and order. That's like our, our modern Yeah, I could see that. I was trying to, to find the, uh, that tone for my text tone. Uh-huh. <laughs> I haven't Did found you find it. it. No. Okay. I'm sure they're going to have it some, somewhere down the road. Yeah. Do you know who does the score? I think it's the same guy that did score of Creed. Um, yeah, Ludwig. Uh, I can't, uh, I'm not going to pronounce his yeah, name. Yeah, his first name's Ludwig, though. Yeah, his name is Ludwig. Uh, he also did the score for uh, Tenet. Tenet, yep. So uh, this is the first collaboration between Hans Zimmer and, and him. And he also did the score for Black Panther, which I haven't seen in its entirety. I, I know some of you guys uh, are like, how could you not see that? But I'll see it at some time, I promise. But no, yeah, I know. Well, I, yeah. I have, like, I got no words. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's only a very few Marvel films I haven't seen. Uh, but yeah, I, 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 I was trying to watch Black Panther late at night. And I fell asleep, and I got to give it a shot. Can't go, can't watch a movie when you're tired. Definitely so. give it a shot. Yes. So but yeah, should we be, have uh, characters like yeah. Should we jump Sorry. into the episode, or you think we should talk more about the? No, yeah, let's just jump right in. I also love how they brought in Carl Weathers for this for the show. Oh, great, man. And you know something uh, my brother uh, mentioned to me? If you look back at his episode that he recently directed, The Siege, uh, when, uh, when, he, when, he, when they reunite, um, okay, well, so we're getting into spoiler territories at this point. Time, oh, yeah. But when they reunite back on the planet Navarro, uh, and prior to him uh, going on this kind of like little, little mission, um, they, they kind of do this handshake thing. And the way the camera focuses on them doing that, I was like, oh my gosh, total like homage to Predator. Like that was great, man. So it's the cool whole thing is the whole episode of the siege is really 80s driven action. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Which is great. It's, a, it's a fun episode. I, I enjoyed it. And, and uh, I can't remember the character's name, but uh, gosh, SNL alum, uh, what's his name? Horatio Sands plays that. Uh, oh, that blue guy. Yeah. The, with that, yeah. You know what I um, love? I love that when he like got nervous and he just yes. let out his sweat or his, you know, yeah, I guess exactly. his water. His, his water broke, I guess. I there you go. Yeah. Yeah. For lack of better terms. Yeah. The mithril. I think it's a mithril. I think that's his name. Or he's like, yeah, uh, the mithril species. But, yeah. No, it's great, man. Um, yeah, Carl Weathers is great. Um, we haven't seen a lot of Gina Carino's uh, character. I can't remember her character. That was the only episode those characters were in, The Siege, I believe. Yeah. Of this and, of season and, and, two. And I, and I have a feeling, you know, that that's probably, like, at, not the last time we'll ever see them. But I think for the rest of the season, I think that's, 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 that's their part of this season right now. Okay, getting into predictions. Yeah, man. All what right. So on this last episode, man, the introduction of you know fan favorite Ahsoka Tano and yeah, let's you know, let's get talking? into it. Um, the Jedi. I think this is episode thirteen, right? Episode thirteen, and this will be episode five of this current uh, season, season two. two. Yeah. So the Jedi. We start on a uh, Corvus, which. I thought it was going to be some, this, this looked like some kind of weird Kylo Ren type world at first with the fog. 
Oh yeah, but, yeah. Kind of, kind of was like reminiscent of a. If I'm not mistaken, that particular planet is a is a Mustafar. It's like it's like a kind of like burnt trees or something. It just was a very desolate woodland area that was honestly looked ransacked. You know. Yeah, but they didn't make us wait long. We saw hmm. Ahsoka Tana kicking butt right away. Uh, yeah, Rosario Dawson. I mean, her her uh, Ahsoka Tana's live action debut and uh, Rosario Dawson's introduction to the Star Wars universe that I'm aware of. Yeah. Were you familiar with Ahsoka before? No. Um, so I had saw like a handful of Clone Wars episodes. Uh, honestly, after watching this particular episode and uh, you know just being becoming more um, you know familiar with her, I'm gonna probably go and check out some uh, more of the Clone Wars. Right now, I'm currently on Rebels, but uh, yeah, no, I really didn't have much other than I knew that she was the, I believe, the Padawan apprentice to uh, Anakin, Anakin Skywalker during the time of the Clone Wars, and then uh, I did know some aspects of her story post Clone Wars, but yeah, other than that, no, I had no idea. But I was very curious. Yeah. Uh, you know, especially when, uh, you know, her, her character was name dropped, uh, early on. So how about you, man? What have yeah, you, I you... had, I, I did watch the Clone Wars movie, uh, okay. the animated movie that came out and I think it was right after Revenge of the Sith, like back in mm-hmm. 06, 07 or something. And then they had the show. I tried the show. I couldn't get into it. Yeah, for me, the animation, I, I, it was, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's, I guess it's like a, I don't know, it was hard to kind of overcome. I think it's an acquired taste. It's an acquired taste. I, I agree. Um, but, you know, at the, at the end of the day, the storytelling, you know, right? Yeah. You know, so, um, but yeah, man, I mean, I thought, I thought Rosario Dawson was badass, to be honest. I thought that opening sequence where, you know, she's uh, taking down those, uh, you know, for lack of better terms, those guards of the magistrate. Thought that was great. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I I think she really brought the character to life, not only with appearance, but I think with just the calm, the the focus. You know, oh, she's definitely. so she's so chill. Mm-hmm. You know, and she's she's positive, and she she's like, okay, well, I want this from you, you know, <laughs> you know, and yeah. Um, yeah, there's no no sweat to it at all. Is this is like, this is probably like, uh, in terms of like on a scale of one to ten, ten being the most difficult um, obstacle she's ever faced, to one being the least difficult. This was it, it felt like this was probably like a two or something, not even a two. Maybe. I mean, not yeah, no, because you consider what she's been through with mm-hmm. the Anakin stuff. I mean, this is nothing. Oh yeah. So then she okay, so she. I think she uh, she makes an agreement with the guards, which I love that they brought in Michael Bean, another '80s actor, yeah, uh, from Aliens, to play Lang in this Absolutely. episode. Um, and then the Mandalorian. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, there's a there's a there's a brief conversation and agreement between her and the I think her name is the magistrate. I'm not sure yeah. what her, uh, her 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 full name is, but uh, there's an it's agreement. Like Morgan, like, I'm give you uh, one more day. To, to give up your control of this township or something. Yeah, well, so that magistrate, she's, she's like, uh, she's holding, like, hostages or the whole yes. village hostage and uh, executing him or something, something terrible. Yeah, I mean, 
I, I think, I th you know, obviously, you know, later in the episode, she pretty much, you know, you know, commands that, you know, the prisoners get killed. So, yeah, she's, she's, yeah. she's ruthless, you know. Yeah. Um, and then Mando and the child land because they're in search mm -hmm. of a Jedi. Mando's in search for a Jedi to, to bring the child to and drop off Absolutely. To, to train or be safe. Um, so he enters the, the, I love that the, that uh, the, the entrance, just a little detail mm -hmm. of it, like slowly closing the gate or whatever. I don't know. I just, I just appreciated that of the episode too. Just little details that they put in. Yeah, it just it just gives more life to the world, you know. Mm -hmm. Like when you when you when you really pay a lot of attention to that those kinds of things, you know. Uh, when you when you invest time, uh, you know, and you know, there, you know, just the the, the composition, you know. Yeah, yeah it's, it's wonderful right. stuff. Man. So Mando's walking through, and nobody wants to talk to him. Everybody's scared of him, or they won't say a word to him. They're afraid that they're going to get executed. Yeah, so I think or... as an audience member, you're just kind of like, okay, this is interesting. Is it because he's Mandalorian? Is it because like, uh, yeah, it just it just raises like that level of like, you know, like you kind of lean in more, and it just kind of I I just think like that's what I love about, you know, at least this show at least that particular moment is like you're leaning in you're just wanting to know more like what is happening so and then he finally finally meets the magistrate leader mm -hmm. i think her name's uh morgan elizabeth or something like that okay her, her that's her character's name or that's the actress character's name yeah the okay, actress's name is like diana lee and i'm gonna mess up the pronunciation but <laughs> yeah no um, man, uh, yeah, and 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 at that point in time, you know, he basically, uh, you know, she kind of poses, uh, you know, this proposition saying that, hey, listen, I, uh, I have some business for you. Um, another can, bounty. Uh, pretty a bounty, much. exactly. Pretty much. And uh, you know, she she basically says, you know, if you could take out this Jedi, which we as an audience member, you know, know that okay, he's looking for a Jedi, so. You know, um, I just, I like the fact that he didn't really kind of go obviously into his motives. He's smart enough not to do that. But uh, yeah, she basically teases him with Beskar, this just incredible, the staff of Beskar. Is Pure that Beskar. new to the universe? Uh, from what I'm aware of, and again, I haven't obviously seen all of the Clone Wars or all of Rebels, um, but I mean, to me, it's new. I It was a me new, too, yeah. uh, it was a new, uh, a component of the, the storytelling because like you find out that Beskar, at least pure Beskar can actually, you know, like not be, you know, easily just destroyed by a lightsaber, which, you know, I think of a lightsaber as like an incredible weapon, you know, that can just cut through most things. Which is what the Mandalorians wear. Yeah. And they used to fight the Jedi from what I understand. Yes. Which is it's crazy. Like, I mean, there, crazy, there's man. so much to un unpack in this episode. Yeah. So then he goes out and he's going to hunt this Jedi or he wants to find the Jedi. Because, yeah. So he, know, he agrees with the magistrate. I will find this Jedi for you. And I think, yeah, he's, he's looking around, right? And he's, mm -hmm. he's seeing those creatures and stuff. And then she pops out. They go at it. I love that they go at it for like a second. Yeah. And then he's like, at this point in time, Ahsoka has no idea who, uh, no. you know, Mandalorian, you know, the Mandalorian or Din Djarin is. Yeah. Yeah. And 
he stops. I'm kind of like, surprised that she didn't maybe sense Grogu's presence initially. I'm kind of a little bit surprised now that we're thinking about it. That could be uh, something that I guess we need to just kind of like, you know, oh, forget about that. But now that I'm thinking about it, you know, if she's a, this powerful Jedi, I figured she, she might have sensed something. But maybe yeah. she also thought that Mandalorian was like, you know, capturing him. So, yeah. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's interesting that she even doesn't deny that she's a Jedi. Like, because I've heard that she actually leaves the uh, the Jedi at one point. You're right. That so yeah, you're right. It's interesting that she actually is okay with that label of Jedi. Mm-hmm. So they stop fighting. Mando's like, "Hey, I actually need you," and she's like, "Hopefully, it's about him." And they they cut to the child at this moment. Mm-hmm. And then we, it does something really brave to me. I feel like they don't do this often in TV. They have like a moment of silence. And you have just Ahsoka and the child are talking to each other like through the force. Yeah. Like you don't Which usually. Which is great, get, man. Yeah, I know. You don't usually get that though in a, in a TV show. So that I thought that was a, a nice choice by Filoni. Um, yeah, because even at that point in time, I just thought to myself, okay like they're communicating to each other. Like, I don't need exposition to, you know, explain it for me that, oh, this is how we communicate. I mean, there kind of was a little bit like that after the fact, but initially, yeah, you just see them, this quiet still moment. They're just looking at each other. It's like, it's almost like preparing us for like the huge information drop about to happen. Yeah, which we kind of do get a little bit of that exposition. Uh, but I think it's really great exposition and it's the type of exposition that just makes all of us as a part of the Star Wars fan community be like speculate oh my gosh so for instance name drop Grogu what are your thoughts on the name I thought initially I thought Dragon Ball Z got Goku (laughs) but but I'm like you know what it's grown on me and I didn't see it coming I did not see this coming at all in this episode at least or i didn't even yeah. think about having the child having a name i just thought it was the child or baby yoda yeah um, no i i felt the same way um i mean i i hadn't watched the episode soon enough so i i heard there was talk about the name was revealed and i thought to myself it's got to be two syllables you got yoda you got yaddle which some people are having issues with yaddle not being name dropped in that uh particular sequence but well, I don't think they actually met. I don't think that Yaddle ever met Ahsoka. Well, if I'm not mistaken, Yaddle was a part of the Jedi Council. I mean, if I don't know, who knows? I mean, but but we get into the to that exposition piece where uh, we we find out from Ahsoka that through communicating, she's able to identify that Grogu was actually uh, a young. I don't know if we can say Padawan, but at least at, on Coruscant uh, during the time of. Uh, I mean, is it is it about Order sixty six, right? So yeah, but Yaddle was maybe in, it's not clear. Yaddle was in Phantom Menace. Yes, and then from what I understand, she she somehow leaves and dies. Oh okay 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 gotcha. No, I'm talking about um, the exposition piece of Grogu uh, oh. being uh, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. at least on Coruscant. Yeah, yeah. The the uh, I guess Anakin. Definitely I met Grogu then, or in passing, whatever, or when he was trying oh, absolutely. To, to kill and the I younglings. Just think it's, 
Yeah, I think that that piece of exposition is just it just it just further fuels our speculation and our excitement to figure out, okay, well, what? Oh, my gosh, I want to know who potentially, you know, saved Grogu during that whole Order 66, you know, event. So are, you have any thoughts? I mean. Um, I, it could be. It could be Mace Windu. Dude, I want it to be Mace Windu, man. <laughs> I, mean, I want it to be Mace Windu. I, 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 I mean, whether you like Sam Jackson or not, and how can you not like Sam Jackson? But that's, like the, uh, that's like the that's uh, like the the long shot prediction is Mace Windu. Sure, but I think realistically thinking about it, I thought Yoda, because I mean he he did the same thing with the the twins, separate, you know, hidden. So I'm assuming Yoda, especially if it's his kid. Which I don't know. Gosh, it's man, it's not confirmed, or you know, who knows. Yeah. But, um, there was. It also could be. I don't know. It could. There's so many possibilities, but yeah. I hope Sam Jackson. I would That'd love to cool. see Sam Jackson come back. They would really have to like. I don't know. He doesn't have any hands, right? <laughs> well, I think he, he lost one. No, did he lose both hands? Gosh, it's been a while. I think he lost them both because I remember him like being shocked and having no no hands. I I, kinda, I think he just got his his hand that was uh, wielding a lightsaber cut off because everybody tends to get their hands cut off in Star Wars, but both hands I'm not I'm not so certain. Uh, but yeah, I mean. No hands or one hand or whatnot. It'd still be cool. I'm, but I'm we've totally already cool seen an empire that you can get a hand back. You know, you can, you can get true. hands back in Star Wars. Absolutely, man. So that would be a, an easy fix. And uh, but yeah, and so you get that exposition piece, and then you know you have Ahsoka, you know, attempting to connect with the with Grogu through the Force, and to at least see if he's teachable. And we find out that um, he's got some trauma. Mm -hmm. And so there's, uh, if I'm not mistaken, and again, I have to see the episode again, but help me out here. Uh, mm -hmm. Supposedly, there's a concern of like darkness, mm, of darkness, you know. See, I think my thought is that he was experimented on, you know, right before Mando got him. Like, oh, absolutely. Know, if I'm not mistaken, uh, I think uh, the siege does basically indicate that he did have some blood or, you know, or at least whatever they would call it with midichlorians taken from him. So I think that could be the darkness and he's like suppressed his powers to the force, but he does have a connection with Mando. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, man. Because every time Mando and says Grogu, he has that little like, oh, a little snap. Uh -huh. like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so cute, man. I mean, I don't know about you, but as a viewer, I was like, ooh, yeah. yeah. You know what? I I got some tears in my eyes when I heard the Yoda theme. Dude, I, I you get my fiance, man. I was watching that episode, and I just swelled up, man. And yeah. Immediately, dude. Just, gosh, John Williams, I, I love you. If you're ever watching this or listening to this, your music has got me through a lot of situations um gosh just just hearing that that theme for that brief moment and just yeah the name it just i was like wow did you God. go right back to dagobah when he's pulling the tie fighter or the x-wing out yeah i Man. mean 
not, when I think about it, like maybe I wasn't consciously thinking that, but I was just, I was just overwhelmed with just like the majesty of Yoda. Yeah. And his, all his wisdom and just all who he is. So. Now what's the obsession with, with Grogu and the little, little uh, silver ball? Is oh, that... that's a good question. I don't know if it's like uh, anything uh, incredibly meaningful other than it's just, you know, like a kid just gravitates towards like a security blanket, favorite toy. nice and shiny. But I, I thought that was a, uh... so like when I was watching the episode, you know, you start the episode off in the ship and, you know, you know, Din Jaren is like, Hey, please, you need to don't mess with that. All right. I'm telling you, don't mess with that. Um, yeah. I just thought it was just, it was just, you know, just a nice little touch. I thought, yeah. to myself, okay, this is what's going to get, him to use the force so yeah no i, I yeah. liked it yeah and then yeah. and then you know his apprehension is like what what do you mean i i need to teach this kid like what no 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 we gotta you know we got, can't do this like i'm not a jedi exactly yeah do you think it's possible that he could learn how to use the force or is it ah it's a good question man um i think uh i don't know if, i don't know if he'll be like a i don't know I don't, I, don't think, really, I don't think he should. I don't think it really... I don't think, I don't think he will. Uh, we haven't really seen anything up until this point that would indicate to us, at least that I'm aware of, that would indicate that he's Force-sensitive or has this kind of, you know, uh, predisposition to things of the Force. I don't think we've ever seen anything on camera so far that would indicate that. So yeah. Mando I is like the father, is the father figure for Grogu. Absolutely. He's definitely the surrogate father figure. So, so um, then they decide... Hey, I'm supposed to, he, Mando's like, I'm supposed to kill you, you know, yeah. and, and, but I'm not going to. And <laughs> he says that right away that, to that Ahsoka. Awesome. Yeah. And then, so they're like, Hey, I want, you know, we both want something. So mm-hmm. let's team up. They'll Absolutely. never see it coming, which badass. It was awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah. They, they won't see it coming because a Jedi and a Mandalorian, I mean, historically, again, the feud, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, they're not going to see it coming. So no. Perfect, oh, man. I mean, what a what a great action sequence. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. I I just never thought I'd ever see a day where I'd watch a television show, live action especially, where we'd see like a, I would say a really good, uh, you know, duel. I mean, it wasn't lightsaber upon lightsaber, but you know, it was close. And I think we'll get there eventually. Yeah, I think we're building to that. Yeah. Which we'll get to our predictions in a little bit. Yes. Um. Yeah, that fight was cool, and it was also the first uh, female versus female in oh. in in live action. Yeah, that. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I think you're right, man. You know, yeah, you're you're right. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, yeah. man. Yeah, and I loved how it was like old school samurai. You know, had that feel to it. It definitely I, I, did. Yeah, I was definitely getting some Kill Bill vibes, and I know Kill Bill is you mm-hmm. know heavily inspired by oh, yeah. you know older films. Um, but you know, especially where, uh, you know, Ahsoka and, and, uh, the magistrate Morgan Elizabeth, maybe I think that's what you named her yeah. or, uh, yeah, just kind of like standing there having that conversation and then just prepping. I mean, yeah, just the buildup. And then also the conversation outside the compound area where, Oh you know, yeah. My, I where know. Michael, Michael Bean's character. What's his name again? Lang. Dang. Lang. Lang. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Lang is like, Oh, I think, uh, I think we lost. Like I, I thought that was cool. I thought that was cool. Yeah, that that's like the the old western and then the old samurai fight. The Ahsoka 
versus the magistrate is like the samurai and the mando versus lang is the western you know and then yeah. gun a shootout um it's it, yeah it, it was funny it was funny too what lang was saying they were like hey we're not all that similar and looks like you know oh it looks like you won Mm-hmm. yeah yeah it looks like you won and then i come in peace put this gun down and, you know he's got the, the I, I knew i knew he was gonna pull some crap like that man oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah i was like sorry michael i mean yeah. you were I, you were you were short-lived in the terminator series and you're gonna be short-lived in the mandalorian series like i was like man uh but it was good to see michael it was definitely good to yeah see definitely him, uh, again damn and i'm just thinking man he's got older we're getting older man so I know at first I thought it was like Dennis Hopper's brother or something. Mm, okay. I was, <laughs> he kind of had that Dennis Hopper and speed vibe, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, pop God, quiz hot, hot, hot shot or whatever. <laughs> Imagine Dennis Hopper. Uh, if he were, you know, alive today being a part of that star Wars universe. Oh yeah. It'd be crazy. Yeah. It would be that almost would be, like man. super Mario brothers. Yeah, yeah, King Koopa, man, with those like kind of potato ridge uh, head, yeah. But uh, but yeah, so so you know, uh, you know, we we assume, and we don't necessarily know the fate of the magistrate. But do you think that the magistrate was uh, disarmed or uh, killed? Because we really don't know that. Uh, yeah, they don't show it. I would say she's locked away somehow, or put in the chamber like the like the people that live there dude when i watched uh, it i thought maybe she got killed but we'll find out i, I mean, don't think ahsoka would not wouldn't kill okay um see and, and i don't know the character that much so well assuming that she's still sort of jedi jedis don't usually you know murder mm. for no reason sure or absolutes yes <laughs> um but she did provide information for Ahsoka about a uh, another animated character, Tarkin, or uh, no, yeah, not fuck. <laughs> You're good, man. Thrawn, man. Thrawn, that's right. Big, big bad, big bad daddy, Gen- uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn, man. Which is another character that I uh, I have been aware of, but I don't know intimately. I just recently started uh, reading uh, Timothy Zahn's new uh, trilogy of books, um, and I'm, I'm excited. But the new I know one? That he was... uh, so, okay, so how many are there so far? So right now, I think there's a, there's four. So there's, a, there's, a, there's already a trilogy that's complete, um, and then there's a new trilogy that Timothy Zahn is, is working on right now, and I think they're going to be publishing the second part of this new trilogy next year maybe um i don't know what the names of the trilogies are called but uh, but yeah i mean i mean he's he's a guy that uh originally you know came up with thrawn if i'm not mistaken right. he right. at least brought thrawn to to the star wars consciousness back yeah in the legends thrawn actually becomes like the new emperor of sorts you know you think a... we'll get something like that man going forward at least this character iteration trying to fill in a void left by the emperor i think uh thrawn is going to be a part of ahsoka's series mm-hmm. unless he's ahead in charge of moth which or jump yeah but we don't know much about moth i feel like that would kind of take away from what he's doing unless he's doing you it for thrawn. That, yeah 
you know, I was kind of thinking to myself, um, if we're going to get maybe like an episode that is somewhat dedicated to like, you know, kind of like a, hey, meanwhile, let's kind of look into the story of Moff Gideon. Do you think we'll get something like that uh, going forward in either this season? I feel like it'd either be this season or maybe early next season. Well, but yeah. We'll get that. I, I wouldn't mind next episode even being all Moff. Uh, yeah. Yeah, where it just kind of just basically takes a takes a just a detour for us as an audience just to get to know Moff more before. Honestly, I, I have a feeling this this uh this season's going to end on a cliffhanger, man. I feel like oh yeah, I do too. Feel, I feel like Filoni, uh, Lucasfilm's, you know, Favreau are are leading us up to this big giant. I think we're going to end up on Typhon. Uh, I mean, is it okay we can go in our predictions? Well, I was just going to say that, you know, we see Mando struggling to let go of, of Grogu at the end yes. of this episode. You know, he yes. kind of is like, okay, now it's time to say goodbye. He's really sad. Sure. Um, it doesn't happen. Well, because, well, if, 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 if we go back a little bit more, or a little back a little bit. So the, the new task uh, that we're aware of for Mando is to take him to this planet, right? Uh, because Ahsoka has decided that, hey, listen, there's nothing I can do, but there's maybe another opportunity for the uh, Jedi Temple on Tython. Tython, yes, Tython, which I, I'm not familiar with. I think, if I'm not mistaken, it's been introduced in canon uh, in the comics. Uh, so it's one of the uh, temples that Luke was, you know, getting relics from. Hmm. Which, you know, I find interesting because, well, they say to put Grogu on the little thing and see who senses him to train him or whatever path that Grogu chooses, actually. So he may not yes. choose to go and follow that path of, of being a Jedi or the Force. Yeah. He may just want a cookie or something. <laughs> yeah, he might just sit there, man. You know, which is, I think is fascinating. Um, yeah, I mean... I'm curious to see what happens, obviously. I mean, what do you think is going to happen? you think they'll actually reach Tython? This season? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think so. Awesome, man. And it may uh, not be with who we think. It may be like Moff taking him there. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, we, we do know now that um, at least, you know, uh, established in, I think, the episode prior to this, that there was, a, I think, a tracking beacon placed on the Razor Crest Mandalorian ship. Right. So, um, yeah, so, you know, kind of going forward, I think we also will uh, see Tython. I think um, Grogu and, and Din Djarin uh, will go ahead and be able to reach the temple whether they're met, whether they go to the temple and there's nothing there, or they're met by uh, an, an opposing force or a surprising character. I mean, that's, there's so much speculation, man. Yeah, so who are the possibilities? If, if, if Grogu does choose to go the way of the force, I mean, mm -hmm. Mace, Mace Windu, Luke uh, yeah, Skywalker, Mace Windu. Yeah. Um, Ezra. From another animated character. Yeah, I mean, because uh, you, you, you throw down General Grand Admiral Thrawn, you know, you got to throw on Ezra as well. So, uh, I now, do you, now is it possible Thrawn has learned some dark force stuff, or does he stay kind of just 
the organizer. So, uh, and again, I, I, I don't know so much about Thrawn up until this point, but I'm assuming he probably is very much aware of, you know, obviously, you know, working for Palpatine. I'm, I'm sure he, if, 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 if I'm understanding Thrawn correctly, he is a very calculative, cold, ruthless warrior. Um, I have a feeling like he would know a lot more than most people would. He, he would have ways of knowing. So I, I think he, honestly, man, so my thoughts are, you know, and again, this is just my theory, is I think, personally, I think Moff Gideon is a pawn of Thrawn. Um, I think that Moff Gideon also wants to have, you know, a sense of, you know, power. Uh, but power corrupts power. And so I have a feeling that, you know, that he's maybe kind of, if not working with Thrawn in cahoots with him somehow, um, yeah, man, I, I honestly think uh, Thrawn is trying to, I, I think they're going to try and rebring that whole aspect of the legends into this um, canon and have him try to be like the next emperor. Um, now, th you know, we know that they're doing experiments, right? They're trying to do like these kinds of transfusions to see if you can become force sensitive or whether Thrawn is a part of that or not. I, I think he might be. I know Moff Gideon is probably trying to do the same thing for himself, but yeah, I mean, I think so. You, what are your thoughts, man? I don't know if Moff even has the power of the force because he just kind of used to get out of the ship, the like the, the mm. black saber, like Han Solo used it to save Luke. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Um, but we do know that, um, What's the girl, the chick's name um, in the Mando, Blue Mando that we saw? Oh, short Bo right here. Bo 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 she's also looking for the uh, dark, saber. dark saber. So I, I expect her to show up again before the finale. Yes. Whether it be rescuing Ewing Mando and Grogu or, or whatnot. We also could see Ahsoka again. Um, she Maybe she has a change of heart or she's looking for uh thrawn so mm -hmm. they could they could cross that way too um that's that's the beauty of this episode there's so many different ways that we could go it's it could yeah i i could go to uh, so many different ways man i mean you know not only are you throwing name dropping a big name like grand Admiral thrawn but you know you're you're also introducing a jedi you know or at least we're assuming a jedi is going to hopefully show up uh, that's another possibility. No one might show up. Another um, character they could bring bring out of the legends lore is uh, Mara Jade. Yeah, man, they could they could they could can't they could yeah bring in a character named Mara Jade. Yeah, no, honestly, they could. Yeah, that would sure. break the internet. <laughs> I think that <laughs> would break the internet, man. You know, if not Mace Windu uh, or you know Ezra Bridger, but yeah, no, definitely. Even a young, a young are, Luke, even. Yes, which at this point in time, are you good with a, a like a deep fake, digitized, you know, facial reconstructed Luke, or maybe a, a cast? A yeah, cast? I think uh, Sebastian Stan or the Winter Soldier, somebody like that. Just, just, just a small cameo, you know. Yeah. Yeah, because um, we, if, if I'm not mistaken, we understand that Luke's wanting to, uh, you know, bring a new Jedi Order. So, I mean, that makes sense. And he's one of the strongest Jedis out there. 
Oh, absolutely. He, he would sense this, you would think. Yeah. Yeah, you would think, for sure. I also um, thought Luke Skywalker wouldn't abandon the Jedi ways, but, you know, Last Jedi proved that wrong. So, who knows? <laughs> That's another, another story. Yeah, anyway. this is before that. You know, he's a, yeah. little, ha- he's a little happier, I think. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, man. You know, I think episode six, this next episode, as much as that would be cool to kind of like veer off and do a, like a Moff Gideon backstory, I, I have a feeling um, that, you know, episode six will be, you know, the, the, the journey to Typhon. Uh, I'm sure there'll be some sort of obstacle uh, that poses itself through that. Um, but I have a feeling we'll, we'll kind of leave on a cliffhanger episode six. Uh, we're at that Jedi temple, uh, you know, Grogu, the child, the bounty, is you know there uh we don't necessarily see anything we just kind of close the episode maybe we do hear some rustling in the background and there's the appearance of someone but we don't know who it is episode seven we get maybe some more exposition but then i have a feeling that moff gideon's gonna somehow be there i think with the trap you know the beacon and stuff and episode eight i think it's just gonna be this climactic thing you know we're gonna see the dark saber again yeah i think seven and eight are gonna be essentially uh, two parts of like a battle or some kind of sort of leading to a heavy uh, traumatic ending or cliffhanger ending. Yeah. Um, so six is going to be sort of back to the side mission. You know, I, I think it was you that told me that it was possibly 32 minutes. Yeah. So, uh, so there was a, there's a, a report out there that this is going to be the, one of the shortest episodes uh, in the series. It's going to be roughly 32 minutes. So. And I think Robert Rodriguez is directing it. Yes. And uh, I was listening to another podcast. Uh, someone was like, uh, what are the chances that we'll have a, a cameo from uh, Danny Trejo, uh, AKA machete? <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. I mean, they I had Bill Burr cool. last season. What's that? They had Bill Burr last season. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah. And I thought Bill Burr was great yeah. in that particular uh, role. Um, that, you know, that episode, the, the, the prison break episode, I, I really enjoyed that one. Yeah. I think we could get another side quest like that. In, Absolutely. In coming, you know, but I, which could, you, I, I really think that episode seven and eight will be like, like almost like the Avengers Infinity War maybe not like Avengers Infinity War, but Endgame, but there'll be a two-part episode. Yeah, that's really what I'm thinking. Episodes. They're going to connect heavily. And I have a feeling that epi- the last episode of the season is going to end on a cliffhanger and a dire no. I have a feeling it's going to do that. I would say Grogu is going to be kidnapped. Apprehended? Or something, yeah. I Every time mando leaves him i'm like oh this is gonna be it you know at the school when he left him there during the siege i was like this this gideon's gonna be there (laughs) well you know you know my thoughts are man is like this whole series uh the mandalorian is pretty it's it's hinged on that relationship i mean right from the the establishing episode you know like you said you know we're, we're you know our i think our expectations were you know pleasantly you know just you know yeah, we were just surprised, and I think that, I mean, what's Man- what's the Mandalorian going to be without Grogu at this point in time? Yeah. Where does that story go? So I think, honestly, that would continue to extend the, exactly. the Mandalorian as yes. a series by, okay, like, we need to, like, reconcile the, the relationship. So 
or Grogu like, being kidnapped or apprehended. Or like, like he failed. Him. He failed to get Grogu where he needs to go, too, maybe. Exactly. You know? So we might not even end up on Tython. Yeah. There's just so much we won't know until, you know, the next three weeks. But I'm excited, I man. I am, too. Yeah. I, I think – did we cover a lot of it? I think we covered a lot. I think we covered a lot of it. Do you think, uh, do you think we're going to have any big uh, character deaths? Um, at by the end of this this season, like the guy, what was the character last season? Um, Quill. Oh yeah, we had a couple guys die last season. IG Eleven, man, yeah. went down like a baller. Man. And uh, I have spoken, Nick Nolte. Yeah, Quill. Quill, yeah. Yes. I'm yeah, bad with Nick names. <laughs> no, you're cool, man. You're cool. I I I just uh, I have spoken. Like he was a character from last season that I was. I really enjoyed, and when uh, when he bit the dust, me too. You know, nobly, uh, I was I was sad. I was like, me oh. too. Yeah, and Nick Nolte was perfect for that role. Oh, absolutely, for the man. voice. Yeah, the casting is great, man. Like, um, I haven't had any problems with any of the castings, honestly. Oh, real quick, did you see that George Lucas was that you know the picture of him and and Grogu that was on internet a long time ago, like last early this year. He's holding the baby. I vaguely kind of recall that. What's up? I guess that was the day that they shot the Ahsoka stuff. So he was on set for this episode for the Jedi. That's so cool, man. Do you think that he's going to actually direct? Gave his baby up to Disney. It's so. I'm so glad that they're they're still keeping him around, man. I I think it's possible that he could direct an episode. Oh, I would love that, dude. Yeah. Oh, totally love that, man. Yeah. I mean, say what you want about the prequels, uh, you know, that could for, be, be for another time. But, you know, like, yeah, just to have just the, the father of Star Wars, man. Yeah, that would that'd be great. It would be. Uh, who are some other directors you'd like to see direct a Star Wars uh, movie or show? Tarantino. Okay. <laughs> it's not going to happen, but. <laughs> uh, he's probably more of a Trekkie. Uh, but yeah, he is. I- I'd be down for that. That'd be it'd be great. Um, um not sure. <laughs> How about yeah. you? Yeah, I mean, at this point in time, it's it's it. I I think uh, I think I think it's been a good a good wide range of directors. You know, maybe Mark I, Hamill. I, I think Bryce would, Dallas. Would, would Mark Hamill do it? I can see Mark Hamill doing it. I, I'd, I'd love to or, see uh, him. Or Frank Oz. Frank Oz, yeah. Do you think we'll get some Force Ghost action here, man? This season or just just in... Well, yeah, uh, this season. I I heard that uh, there was some speculation that they might introduce, like, the four... Like, if if, if not, if a a Jedi in person doesn't show up at the temple, that there might be, like, a a Force Ghost. Uh, I know that I think the only other confirmed Star Wars show right now is the Obi-Wan uh kenobi show so i don't know that'd be kind of uh, cool to see uh force ghost ewan mcgregor that would also break the internet i think i i don't know if i really want that yeah. i'd rather see a live a, a living breathing jedi um yeah because this luke is after is, it would make more sense that luke would show up than having obi-wan as a force ghost yeah we could see like a force ghost of ezra because maybe he, maybe uh, Thrawn, maybe Thrawn, yeah, maybe Thrawn, you know, turned his back on him. Yeah, 
Maybe. Because I think I think that's what Ahsoka's looking for is Ezra. Possibly, man. Yeah. So we could see that. But then again, I think that's Ahsoka's journey, though. I, it's going to be interesting how they, they do the Thrawn stuff. You know, supposedly, I, 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 was, I didn't read the article, but I think uh, uh, Dave Filoni was, uh, might have, and, and again, I'm just paraphrasing, but he might have been quoted as saying that, you know, who knows? Does the Mandalorian take place? Uh, or, so for, for I, I'm not well versed into Rebels, and I, and I kind of had the ending of Rebels spoiled for me just very briefly. Uh, but if I'm not mistaken, there's a scene where uh, Ahsoka Tano is kind of like uh, adorned in like this white, just elegant robe and a staff. And I think she, at this point in time, has, you know, left the Jedi uh, way of life. And I think Dave Filoni said something to the extent of like, well, does the Mandalorian take place before or after that? Is that like, what's the context of that scene? Is that True. like, so that's, so I thought that was fascinating. True. Uh, I, I have yet to see it for myself. But. True. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I, I did see that article too, or that comment. Mm-hmm. I also saw <laughs> Ryan Johnson considering, uh, Hayden Christensen as the force ghost in, uh, Last Jedi instead of Yoda. Yeah, I, I, I saw that, man. <laughs> I, I didn't read that. I, I do want to check that back out. Um, I don't know if that would have made The Last Jedi any better or any worse. He uh, said that uh, the reason he didn't do that is because... He didn't want to divide the fan community Luke, or something? Luke had more of a connection with Vader than Anakin. And I thought, what are you talking about? The end of <laughs> of Jedi, they father-son are together, you know? like Yeah, you, you see like this, you know, I don't know. that The way Hayden Christensen is filmed or at least inserted into that sequence, uh, yeah. he, he's, he's kind of like, you know, what it's kind of weird. He's got like a weird thing going on there. I was like, do yourself a favor and, and buy the unaltered versions on eBay on Blu-ray. Okay. There's, there's, I don't know. To me, there's so much better. Oh man, dude. I, uh, I recently started uh, getting into like, uh, collecting like kind of like older formats of physical media. So, uh, I might have to like, uh, either go dig into my parents like creative old VHSs or maybe just put 20 bucks down on an old set of like Star Wars movies. Did you have the the old VHS three pack? Yeah, we had the one where uh, we had the one that obviously with the special editions, we had like the, the that one, but then we also had the ones from I think the early 90s where you have like 97. Yeah, so uh, well, I don't know if it was 97. We did have those ones, but we had the ones that were prior to that where it's like uh, there's like Yoda for Return of the Jedi. Yes, yes. That's the three set I'm talking about. Yeah, That's the one you're talking about? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I might have to dig those up. Or, you know, I'm sure I, there's a bootleg copy or something. I saw it at uh, is it, uh, Discount Books or something. Or, uh, no. Okay. What's that one place in Wichita? The uh, Bookaholics? Yeah. No, no, okay. the other one. Uh, Discount books. It's on uh, Kellogg and, and Rock. By the, Kellogg and Rock. Where the old Toys R Us was. Oh, okay, okay. I'm trying to, I can't recall, but yeah. <laughs> it's something like, it's like a discount. Yeah, it's half, like, it's half like, price yeah, books. It's, half price yeah, books. Yeah, it's like, it's like a mom and pop. It's not, it's no like big chain thing, so. Half price books. Half um, price books. There you go. But no, I have the unaltered ones. Somebody went went through and, and made them like high def on Blu-ray and, and 
the bootlegs and they're, they're on eBay and I they're well worth it. They look yeah. great. Yeah, I kind of wonder, you know, now that Disney owns the Fox catalog, if we'll get like a a legendary um, Star Wars trilogy where it's just like, hey, prior to you know 2012, you know, or I don't know, but I think George Lucas really requested that this is definitive Star Wars. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah he has said that that he, it, this is now his vision. So, I mean, yeah, I respect that. I just I grew up yeah. with a different. I don't know. Yeah. No, absolutely, man. But no, I, uh, yeah. So, you know, just, you know, back to the Mandalorian. Uh, I've been pleasantly surprised. I'm really loving this show. I think they're doing great things. There's, it's honestly reinvigorated my, my, my oh, joy yeah. of being a Star Wars fan. Me I too. Think we were talking about that earlier. Me uh, too, man. That's, I that's... definitely put a bad taste in my mouth. I mean, uh, Rise of Skywalker was meh. It was like a, Rise of Skywalker for me was like uh, expecting like a, 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 on a hot summer day, expecting like a, 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 a water bottle that's nicely you know cold, but is it was just lukewarm. It was just yeah. The problem was that they didn't they didn't plan it out. They didn't have a plan yeah. for the whole trilogy. Yeah. So yeah, at I least mean, George Lucas had a plan for the prequels. You know. It led to something. <laughs> so yeah, he had a plan for seven, eight, nine. He handed over. So I know. They, they chose not to go in that direction. Yeah. Very true, man. But we got Mandalorian. Like I said, we're back. We're back in the Star Wars. And I, I can't wait for Friday's episode. Uh, what did everybody think out there? Let us know. Give us a comment. Give us a shout out. Uh, thanks for watching. Uh, Friends by Film. Take care, guys. We'll we'll uh, we'll, we'll definitely record our uh, reactions to the upcoming episode, uh, probably sometime later this weekend. Uh, thanks for giving us an opportunity. Uh, if you have any feedback, yeah, let us know, um, and we'll see you guys later. Yeah. Peace. May the force be with you. May the force be with you. <laughs>